All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Toilets to Titles, episode number 196. It is week three of the NFL season, the fantasy football season. Things are happening. Teams are starting to show us who they are. Players are starting to show us who they are. And once again, as always, with me this evening, my co-host, Mr. Justin Stevens, at JustinFF underscore on the Twitter. Justin, what's happening? Hey, you know, it's always stressful for a Tuesday during Frankenstein, but uh, oh my goodness. I got Frank with me to help calm me down. I grabbed a nice cold drink, a uh, little bit of, um, I've got uh, some uh, Captain Morgan with some uh, Cherry Coke Zero and a little bit of grenadine, so I needed to chill out. No, no better way to stay calm than to have my man John with me so we can have what's pretty much a Frankenstein episode. Yeah, well, so there's a lot going on at Toilets of Titles right now. So Frankenstein is our listener league. There's 96 teams. It's a big week, as you're going to see as we go on. So if you're not in Frankenstein, if you're not a member of the title tribe, well, first off, you should get in the title tribe. Reach out to me on Twitter at Coach Sheps. Or reach out to us, toiletstitles at gmail.com. We have a Gilded chat. Gilded is like Discord. It's over 220 people in there. We have about 20 threads. If you're watching live or if you're watching in the comments, I'm sure all of the people who are in here in the comments right now that are members of the Title Tribe that are talking daily, 24-7 about DFS, lineup, trades, all that, man. It's a phenomenal community. You need to get in that. So if you're not in the Title Tribe yet, if you're not in Frankenstein, this episode is also for you. Because we're going to recap week two. We're going to talk starts and sits, dudes and duds, storylines. We're going to talk about all that. But sprinkled in, we got a lot of things planned for the tri title tribe this evening. We started. Uh, shout out to Rival. Rival Fantasy, right? Yeah. That's our sponsor, Justin. I'm going to let you give a little spiel about Rival a little further in the show. But we have done multiple fantasy leagues with them because they're, they're doing season-long fantasy right now. And it's going to start to get bigger and bigger as they progress, you know, as an organization, but we actually have five drafts going tonight. So I have a draft kicking off at eight ten. So on top of the episode, on top of the giveaways we're given to our Patreon members, we have three of those scheduled this evening on top of the heroes that we're going to be handing out to our Frankenstein members, man, action packed. I wanted to start about five minutes earlier uh, than usual. So we could get this stuff going, but if you're watching at home, be greatly appreciated. Hit the like button, subscribe, throw some comments, check out toilets, my dudes and duds from this episode gets released every Wednesday around 10 a.m. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, Jason and Rich, they both do weekly rankings, top 10 at each position. And that goes out Thursday. So you can help set those lineups. And also Sunday, title, title time live, 10.30 a.m., 12.30 p.m. It's our start sit show. Jason, George, the crew, sometimes Justin is in there. I know Rich is in there. I'll poke my head in there. We're going to answer all your start sit questions from the comments. We take care of you. That is the show that is driven by you. So, Justin, I'm going to get going with some reactions from week two. You're going to queue up the wheel for our first our first Frankenstein. Oh, I guess you're not going to queue up the because the, this is already done. You're in Frankenstein. Justin recorded a video. We're going to release it tomorrow at 8 a.m. of him spinning the wheel. So he's actually going to reveal which heroes you got. Okay. And the first division is going to be Frankenstein. Before we get to the Frankenstein division, I want to start recapping week two with some of the biggest storylines and some of my thoughts. So, uh, well, first off, George, Dina, William, Pat, Anthony, Steve, David, the crew, William, everybody who's in here, we appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in live. You guys, first off, the community we've developed, having you guys be a part of it has been absolutely phenomenal. And then seeing you in, in the comments has been incredible and, and uh, it makes us want to keep doing this thing. So shout out to you. All right. Reactions from week two. I'm sure Anthony, who's an Eagles fan, he's going to agree. It's time to sell DeAndre Swift and Raheem Mostert. 
And that doesn't mean I think DeAndre Swift is bad. I think DeAndre Swift is awesome. I just think the Philadelphia Eagles are caring about the long run. The Philadelphia Eagles are in it for January and February. They're not in it for your dynasty, your fantasy football roster. They're going to be rotating backs all season because they want their guys to be fresh for the regular season. He was running back four on the week, 28 touches, 175 yards, a touchdown. And then Mostert was RB5 on the week. And a little bit different on him than Swift. I think Mostert, generally speaking, based upon history, I think, well, Jeff Wilson's coming back too. So we got to deal with that. A-Chain's probably going to take a step. I don't think Mostert's going to last. It was a phenomenal week. 18 touches or 18 carries, 121 yards and two touchdowns. This is the week. Dynasty, flip them, get picks, young assets, redraft. I like to do a twofer. I don't want to sell one of these guys or trade one of these guys for two. I want to package them with somebody else to upgrade at a position. That's what I'm looking to do. Uh, my next thought from week two. The Vikings come out the gate with losses versus the Bucks and the Eagles. Is it time to pack panic for Vikings fans? Uh, they have a matchup with the 0-2 Chargers in week three, which is pretty huge for both franchises. I know it's only week three, and it's hard to say it's a must win. But if either of these organizations start out 0-3, with, I mean, and it's going to happen, with the expectations coming into the season, that is going to be very tough. So jo Joe Burrow as well and the Bengals, they start 0-2. So Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, they both get paid. They both start 0-2. Chargers have lost by a combined five points. Does that put Brandon Staley on the hot seat? I'm thinking it does. All right, it's a close game. Does that mean Kellen Moore could get elevated? I think Brandon Staley, it's easy to say, I think he might be one of the coaches to get fired the soonest in this season. Is Joe Burrow healthy? He combined for 22 points over the first two weeks. So wherever you drafted him, you're not happy with that. Supposedly during the Raven game, he tweaked his calf injury that he sustained during the summer. So that's something to keep an eye on. And Jamar Chase in Dynasty and Redraft, is it a buy window? He has 70 yards and 17 points on the season with Burrow battling an injury with maybe a backup coming in. Should you? Now, so is it the buy window? And should you acquire Jamar Chase? I'm of the, I'm of the thought process that you should. Might be time to send out some feelers. If he has another dud in week three, Burrow looks banged up and there's really no clarity of when he'll be back, that might be time. There might be somebody who's desperate, especially if the, the guy who's running with Jamar Chase is one and two after three weeks. It might be time for them to flip. So go go look around you know, in your fantasy leagues, in your ESPN app, in your rival app, in your sleeper app, wherever you are, in your Yahoo app, MFL. Start to look at those rosters that are 0-2, 1-1, that are kind of teetering. Start to gauge the interest. And you can kind of tell when someone's tilting a little bit. And when they get ready to tilt, you send out an offer for a guy like Jamar Chase. And the last thing before we hand out the heroes to the Frankenstein division is Desmond Ritter. Not, not great, but good. Quarterback 12 in week two, which puts him at a quarterback one, 19 for 32, 237 yards, a touchdown interception, but 10 carries. For 39 yards, it's not a whole lot of yards, but 10 carries. He's, he's getting opportunities to run the football, and he did have a touchdown. So keep an eye on Desmond Ritter. He might be worth rostering down the stretch in redraft format. So, Justin, why don't you give a little recap of what's going on with the heroes, and then we'll hand out to the first division. Shout out to the Frankenstein division, the original one. All right, so the heroes, I understand there's going to be some questions about the heroes as we get this fired up, but the video that we're dropping tomorrow will have some instructions at the beginning on how the whole hero thing works. It's a little bit confusing being the first year that we're doing it, so bear with us, be patient with us, and we'll help walk you through it. Um, yeah, even took two phone calls today from Patreon members that had questions about the monster cards. We're always here for you, but 
That being said, the way the heroes work, you start off 0-2 in Frankenstank, you're probably losing two players. Or in this case, you're tanking to get the hero. Either way, you are an 0-2 loser right now, and you need a hero to come in and help save the day to get you back in the game. That's what the heroes heroes are all about. We did a random wheel organ or a spinner earlier today, and like I said, that video is going to post tomorrow. But in the meantime, we're at least going to announce who your heroes are. And we're going to post it in the uh, chats later because we need you by kickoff on Thursday night to post in the My Fantasy League uh, message board what position your hero is going to play. And then also you'll need to make sure that you have the roster space available on your rosters because some people have lost a monster card. They have a roster space available, but you may not. So you may have to drop a player to get this player, your hero, for the remainder of the season. So um, so without any further ado, I think we're ready for Frankenstank. Yeah. The, uh, Frankenstank division. Um, the Vlad the Impaler, you spun Graham Hess. And uh, Graham Hess is worth 26 points. So I'm going to use this as an example. I'm not going to say all of them all the way through. I'll just say the points. But this means that whatever position that Vlad the Impaler puts Graham in at. So let's say he puts Graham in as his wide receiver. He's going to get 26 points for that wide receiver position every single week, no matter what. He can't lose the hero. It can't be stolen. Um, it even plays in through the playoffs. So Vlad the Impaler gets 26 points. Mecha Godzilla the Drilla. Uh, gets uh, Ellen Ripley for 28 points every week. And then the Dementors gets uh, Clarice Starling for 30 points every week. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Shout out to Danny Cahill. Shout out to Solo. My guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Every Miranda, I see you in here as well. Appreciate you being here. Now, as far as Frankenstein goes, if you guys are listening at home and this sounds crazy because you, you have no idea, on YouTube, you can go to the playlist fe feature and we have a Frankenstein playlist will describe it'll describe the league it'll describe some of the playable cards we have it's a 96 team league it's 25 dollars an entry this year i think we're donating about 850 of the buy-in to charity so the person who comes in first place gets to pick where to put the, the money towards and then there's payouts <clears throat> next year we're going up to 150 teams i believe or somewhere close to that so there's a lot of room for a lot of new players and you can sign up toiletsandtitles.com there's a frankenstein tab you can put in your email address you could sign up, but first, check out the playlist. Check out some of the videos. See if it's for you. There's a good chance it is. If you're if you're in here, you're tuned in with us. It's a good chance it is. All right, let's continue recapping week two. Justice Hill and Gus Edwards equal one good NFL running back and two <laughs> not so good fantasy football options. Edward has Edwards had 12 points, 10 carries, 62 yards, and a touchdown. It's a decent day. Uh, Justice Hill had eight points, 11 carries, 41 yards, three receptions for 12 points. So there's a lot of blind bid waivers and money put into these running backs but it's going to be a struggle uh they might be flex plays and you might be hoping for a touchdown but uh yeah you just said i see the next one uh did i put that there or did you put that in there i, I did not that was a, a freudian slip by you yeah no i i believe I, i'm gonna give credit to george reed okay so the next one we're talking about is cooper nakua uh which <laughs> I, i've been referring to puka nakua uh, to uh, to my son, I believe George Reed was the first person I heard call him Cooper Nakua, but I could be wrong. Uh, that's what we're going to dub him. All right. T2T. -T, we're, we're dubbing him Cooper Nakua. Cooper Nakua and Tutu Atwell. Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell are both for real, man. Like Nakua, 25 receptions for over 250 yards over the first two weeks. Last week, I spent all the money to pick him up. But I still didn't start him because even though I was willing to invest, because I also wanted the addition by subtraction, 
not let anybody else pick him up. I still wasn't sure if he could do He did two weeks in a row. Huge numbers. And then Tutu Atwell, about half the receptions, which is still very good, 13 receptions, 200 yards in the first two weeks. These are both ball players. I'm nervous. I've been seeing it all over the Twitter timeline. You know, Nakua plays the same position that Cup plays. So when Cup comes back, you know, we're going to see regression. That is possible. But until Cup comes back, I'm going to ride the Cooper Nakua train. I'm going to keep starting him. I do believe Tutu Atwell still has a role in that offense when Cup comes back. Come back. Come, come on, Justin. Hey, for what it's worth, the uh, fantasy doctors are not confident that Cooper Cup's coming back anytime soon. And I don't understand how this isn't public knowledge or all over Twitter or whatever. Um, but they're saying that there's a chance he may have a disorder that is causing him to not be able to heal properly. Uh -oh. So if you own Cooper Cup, don't be afraid to trade him. Also, in fantasy football, a wise man once told me, and I can't remember who it was. I wish I could. It was probably John. We'll give you we'll give you credit, Shepster Thomas. But in the first two weeks of fantasy football, pay attention to the points. Pay attention to the players because you're going to get those um, um, Corderell Pattersons from time to time that's just going to blow up out of nowhere. And then you're going to think the man has sucked for 10 years and then all of a sudden he's good. He's not going to be right. good. But then he's good all season. Tutu Atwell very well could be that player this year so uh, pay attention he's he's getting looks he's getting the targets and cups not back even if right. Cup back in, comes back in two weeks get two more weeks out of them i like to as far as what you're saying with keep track of the points that's why i like the watch list feature on the fantasy apps i like to track what are the players averaging but then i look at what they're averaging and then i click them and then i look at all right is it a legitimate average or do they have 20 this week and zero the first week and i like to see if it's consistent and, I, and then I kind of weed out those players from my watch list and keep the guys in there that are consistently producing. And then when I feel comfortable, I pick them up and I, and I start them because that was very similar to Cordero Patterson was on the all dudes list one year. He just every week he was the ideal flex play. And you're always trying to find a guy like that because if you can find a player like that that you didn't draft, that you got as a free agent, those are the type of moves that help you win a fantasy championship. And Matthew Stafford, he only met his 12 points last week <laughs> with Nakua and Atwell having the days they did so that that's a little confusing to me so keep an eye on matthew stafford uh saquon barkley's out three to four weeks with the ankle thursday night game for san francisco he ain't going to be there is it going to be matt Breida? is it going to be eric gray eric gray he's young he's got the juice matt Breida is a veteran veteran regardless i'm not starting either of them thursday night so i'm not getting into a bidding war over either of these guys i'd actually probably pick up eric gray and not use a waiver claim because you could probably put him on your bench and you know, see what happens. You're going to have to probably invest a waiver claim or some blind bid money for Matt Breida. Um, Jared Goff has a day. And I was right about Sam Laporta last week. All right, Sam Laporta, back-to-back, -back, tight end, eight performances. Week one and week two, he had five receptions. Week two, 63 yards, six targets. Goff was QB eight. That was another guy all offseason. I was beating the drum on Goff. The value at ADP was there. I had a few shorts. 28 uh, completions, 35 attempts, 323 yards and three touchdowns. Any week Jared Goff is playing at home in Detroit, sign me up. Even on the road, you know, if, if I don't have a better option, but anytime he's playing at home in Detroit, when Jamison Williams comes back, and now Monty's a little hurt, so Gibbs is going to be in, which is going to lead for maybe more targets to the running back. Uh, I'm in on Jared Goff, and if you drafted him, you got you probably got him late, especially in Superflex. If he's your quarterback, too, that is golden. Uh, Brian Robinson, speaking of golden, he's been steady, Eddie. Running back one in week two. 
running back three on the season. I don't know if that's going to sustain. I don't think he'll be a top five running back throughout the season, but I do think he'll be a top 12 running back. I think he's going to be an RB1, and you probably got him for RB2, RB3 value. If you're starting this guy as an RB2 play week in and week out, and he's pr producing numbers like that, your team is in great shape. 190 rushing yards, 50 receiving yards, very well-rounded, three touchdowns. I love it. Uh, welcome to 2023, Mike Evans. <laughs> Congrats to all those who got him at ADP. He had an ADP of wide receiver 33. Mike Evans was being drafted 33rd wide receiver overall 78th. Six receptions, 171 yards and a touchdown. And he has TDs in back-to-back -back weeks. Mike Evans is a weekly start. Another guy, if he's my wide receiver two, week in and week out, and I got him at the wide receiver 33, chances are I went running back heavy early. Hopefully I didn't land Najee Harris because he's been a bust. But if I not if I landed somebody else and I got good running backs, I got good you know wide receiver one, and then I got him at, at 78 overall. I'm in very good shape. If I got C.D. Lamb as my wide receiver one, I'm in pretty good shape as well. 11 receptions, 163 yards. If you watch that Cowboys game, what impressed me the most was his ability to catch in traffic. Some of the balls were a little high. Some of the balls were dangerous. The guy was sacrificing his body, going up, catching the ball, taking contact, coming down. Big day. He was targeted early and often. He had a tough opponent. All right, the New York Jets. Secondary's good. Pass rush is good. Brandon Cooks was out. So Jalen Tolbert, second-year wide receiver, was seeing a lot of reps. The defense was able to focus on CeeDee Lamb because he's really the only person who threatened them. And he still had 11 receptions, 163 yards. Under the Mike McCarthy regime, it's a CeeDee Lamb year. Phenomenal. Going to finish the season likely as a top three wide receiver as long as he stays healthy. And uh, this is not really a fantasy thing, but it might be. If you like to keep track of matchups, you're going to want to keep track of the New England Patriots because Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback, the rookie who fell just a little bit, he has seen some talent, and he is battle-tested. Per PFF, he's the third highest-rated cor uh, corner through the first two weeks, and he's played against Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith. And that Christian Gonzalez is going to get a chance to see some CeeDee Lamb in week four. So that'll be a very interesting matchup. Now, Justin, the creature division, let's hand out. So everybody in the creature division who's in the chat right now, we're going to hand out some heroes. So, Justin, go ahead and hand them out. So the creature division, Dracula. Dracula was able to spin Graham Hess 26 points every single week. Captain Medrigal's Leviathan. Leviathan. Yeah. And when I think of Madrigal, I think of the movie Coco. The movie what? Coco. Not Coco. I can't think of the name. The new it's a new Disney movie with the Madrigals. Everybody, everybody in the comments is gonna be chiming in. I know they know what it is. <laughs> so uh whoever hey captain you got 32 points um because oh and i forgot to write that one down in here uh bill denborough so the second highest um hero so uh from it so so congratulations captain you got 32 points every week squeaky gamer comes in the clutch in kanto that's right jason coming in the clutch man jason's a disney jason lives in florida i'm not going to give away his address because he works for uh spacex all right so so yeah, me, I'll send it to you. yeah yeah so but J jason's at disney he's got a season pass and, and he just kind of he's like i can live vicariously through him once or twice a week so but yes it is in kanto so that's what i think of anytime i think of captain madrigal which is probably the opposite of the horror uh genre that we're going for <laughs> all right let's continue recapping week two uh naji harris fantasy bust all right running back 43 47 through the first two weeks combined 10 points which is rough as yet the to top 45 points. Nick Chubb, you know we love Nick Chubb. I've been beating the drum for Nick Chubb since he came into the NFL. 
dude's a pros pro plays the game. Like how, I, I like my son, you know, I want to teach him how to play the game. Nick Chubb plays the game, how you should play the game, hard, aggressive, tough, physical, he just does his job. He's out for the season. Devastating. Second major knee injury. Who knows if he's going to come back? Uh, it's Jerome Ford season. And I am picking him up over likely anybody else who's available this week, unless it's Cooper Nakua. 16 carries, 106 yards, three receptions, 25 yards, and a touchdown. And at he was wearing number 34. There were so many times I couldn't see the three. He looks a lot like Nick Chubb, runs the ball a lot like Nick Chubb, and kind of just filled right in the role. Uh, last two notes of the week. George Pickens with a big night, four receptions, 127 yards on that crossing route, that 71 yard touchdown. The dude was absolutely cooking. I didn't know he was that fast. He was hard to catch. So hopefully Pittsburgh Steelers get him more touches in space. Last note, Saints and the Panthers. It was rough to watch. <laughs> that was a very <laughs> tough game to watch. Justin, let's recap our, our uh, games of the week from last week. Right now I'm in the lead after week two. With five points differential, you have a 31 points differential. Every week, me and Justin, we pick a game of the week, and then the winner it carries on to the next week. Uh, is the the team, or rather, the person who selected the game with the the smallest point differential? So this week, I put Ravens at Bengals, and uh, it was 27 to 24, so a three point differential. <laughs> Justin took Chiefs at Jaguars, 17 to nine, eight point differential. And Justin. It's time for another hero card, or rather hero. It says hero card. My fault. I put it in there. Uh, it's not a card. It is a hero. It's time to give a hero reveal to the Silent But Deadly Division. All right. So the, the Silent But Deadly Division, we uh, we only had two again. Uh, this time it was Team Cujo. Uh, he also got Graham Hess. So for, we had a stretch here where I thought that every division was going to have Graham Hess. But Graham Hess, 26 points for you, Team Cujo, every single week in the Kraken. Got Laurie Strode from Halloween, one of my personal favorites, 25 points every week. Excellent. And I just kicked off uh, the draft that was supposed to start at 810. So I apologize. Rodney Piper, thanks for giving me the heads up. It's 817. We're starting the draft. Pick number one, P. Dunn, is on the clock. So, Justin, what is your game of the week for week three? All right. So I'm going with the uh, – no, you're going with the Patriots. I'm going with the Bills and the Commanders uh, because I was reading top to bottom. My bad. Uh, Commanders are 2-0. and Buffalo is 1-1. and Commanders are showing signs of having a great defense and an ability to run the football. It could be one of those good old-school, grinded-out kind, of, uh, kind of teams this season. Um, I'm not saying one of those kind of games because we know the Bills are going to throw the ball. Uh, but uh, the Bills – they got beat by Zach Wilson um, and and that Jets defense, of course. But then they kind of took that easy layup against the Raiders that you're supposed to take when you play the Raiders. Love you, Rich. Uh, but we could uh, we could see what the uh, what that really or we could really finally see what they have to offer against the Commanders, who are that young, uh, formidable defense coming up. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see. The reason I chose this as my game of the week is to see if the Bills can actually be a force in the AFC this year. Loving. I'm sticking with the AFC, the AFC East. Patriots at the Jets, 1 p.m. Patriots are 0-2. The Jets are 1-1. and There's big division implications in this one. All right, if the Patriots go 0-3, if the Jets go 2-1, and the Jets will have two victories in the division. So it's it, this says a lot. I'm very excited. You know, Bill's going to be ready for this. It's going to be a tough test for young Zach Wilson. Let's see how he responds after that tough loss against the Dallas Cowboys. Let's see if they can get Brees Hall more touches because he needs more touches. And uh, Justin, I want to plug Rival Fantasy, but I do want to mention my Rival Fantasy draft started. It is a fun practice drafting 
in the third week of the NFL season or at the start of the yeah. third week because Christian McCaffrey went 101. And it was like Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson won 102. But Justin Jefferson was that guy all offseason. But Christian McCaffrey, you know, guys were, you know, should I put this running back there? I, I even – I put Bijan one. But, you know, it was very simple. Christian McCaffrey came out. He's been hot. And, and he's the 101. So that's the first pick there, Justin. But why don't we do our rival fantasy plug? So guess who won $352 on rival last night? Your boy right here. I won, I won bingo. So I won – the rival fantasy football bingo that I did not think that I would ever win. And I won it in week two. So now I have high expectations. I'm back out there to try to win it again. So the way that works, it looks like there were four of us that hit bingo. So we split the jackpot. So that jackpot was up to $1,200. We split it. Uh, that jackpot was all the way down to $8 when I checked it this morning. Right now, it's already at $222 just in this one day. So um, so Rival Fantasy, join rival.com slash title tribe. You place your deposit, your very first deposit of up to $200. They're going to match anything up to $200. Then you're going to get an additional $25 just for using that link. Join rival.com slash title tribe. Oh, man, Miranda just said don't steal all her picks. Well, you're going to get not- – so I, I picked seven, she picks eight. So every, every, you know, you know, I know where your allegiance, allegiance lies. I know your squad, you know, my team of choice, right? You're a Packers fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. So I'll do my best not Colts. to snipe you. Yeah. Joel Justin. I meant Miranda. She's a Packers oh, fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, I'll try not to snipe you, but par for the course. It is par for the course. All right, Justin, we got another hero to give away. Brasco division. You are up. Yes, sir. The Brasco division. We've got, uh, the Balerian, or Balerian, the Black Dread, reminding me that there are still horror movies out there I haven't seen yet. I uh, think he's a character from Lord of the Rings, but I could be wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was never super into that. I think I saw a couple of them, not all the way through. I don't know. But Clarice Starling, 30 points every single week for Balerian. Um, this one's kind of funny. Tom Savini's makeup artist. I do love that huh. team name. <laughs> you also get Graham Hess, 26 points. And then our boy Chris, Iceman, Mumra St. Brown with Ellen Ripley, 28 points every single week for you, Chris. All right. I'm going to get into uh, my dudes and duds. So we do have a Patreon giveaway, but I was just on the clock. Third quarterback off the board. I went Josh Allen. I almost went Dak or Lamar because I'm nervous about Joe Burrow. I'm nervous about Justin Field, uh, Justin Herbert, uh, Justin Field. So, man, week three, it, it is a little tough because I'm, I'm – I'm interested to see how these guys pan out, but we are giving away Patreon tier two or above shout out to y'all. Uh, the first winner will get first choice. This is Deandre Hopkins signed rookie card. Uh, this is uh, number six out of 35. This is a Mike Evans signed rookie card. Uh, this is number eight out of 25. This is a Mari Cooper signed rookie card, 15 out of 25. And this is a uh, Deontay Johnson signed rookie card, two out of 15. So we're doing two of these giveaways this evening. The first one, the first winner, you have to be tier two or above. So we do a bunch of these giveaways throughout the season. Patreon.com backslash toilets titles. Tier two is $3. The best value is probably tier three, which is about $5 a month. Um, let, let's get rid of this uh, this overlay before we bring that wheel up there. We got it. Oh, yeah. All right. So now first winner gets first choice. So Justin, spin the wheel, and then we will DM you in Gilded because the Patreon members are in our Gilded chat, and you'll let me know which one you want. And I'll mail it out to you tomorrow. So, Justin, spin that wheel, baby. All right, I'm going to shake it up by shuffling it three times. And here we go. A new Patreon. 
one one odd duck 86. Oh, heck yeah. All right. So you fellas and, and ladies in the Patreon chat, tag one odd duck. All right. She she'll love to know that she was a winner. We appreciate her, her joining Patreon and uh she can let me know which card she wants. I'm gonna start with my dudes and duds. And also for the record, State Farm is not a sponsor. I know you can see him in the background. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> they're not a sponsor, man. I'm on the clock in, in two selections. So this is uh it's gonna be interesting picking my uh, mentioning my dudes and duds while I'm also almost on the clock. All right. Kirk Cousins at the LA Chargers is my first quarterback on my dudes list this week. Minnesota Vikings are 0-2, and even though it is early in the season, this is a must-win game. Cousins has played well and silenced some of the doubters, and he's done that against two pretty tough defenses. In week three, Cousins will face the Chargers defense. They should be able to do what he pleases with. Uh, my next quarterback for my dudes list, Dak Prescott versus the Arizona Cardinals. Dak started off the game last week 12 for 12, methodical, precise, all right, against the Jets defense that is one of the best units in the NFL. All right, this week, Dallas will face the Arizona Cardinals, who bring with them a defense that has allowed the seven most points to opposing quarterbacks through week two. Speaking of quarterbacks, I'm back on the clock. Lamar Jackson is still available. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, second round, super flex league. Give me Lamar Jackson. I got two AFC quarterbacks. I got Allen. I got Lamar. All right, I'm going to continue with my dudes for this week. Travis Etienne running back for the Houston Texans. Texans after receiving 23 touches in week one, Travis saw a measly 14 in the Jaguars loss to the Chiefs. The Houston Texans are allowing an average of 32.6 PPR points to opposing running backs for two weeks. And I like Etienne's chances of rebounding here. My next running back, Javante Williams at the Miami Dolphins. I might be out on a limb here, all right? So might be a little early to be calling Javante a dude, but I think this is the week Javante – breaks out all right he's yet the top 10 points i like the matchup he's seen a 45 percent snap share over the first two weeks since returning from his knee injury and i think this is the week they unleash him my next player wide receiver drake london at the detroit lions london and ritter have begun to develop some chemistry ritter scored 18 points a week two i'm sorry london scored 18 points a week two and it's an easier matchup ahead week three in detroit the lions have allowed the third most points to opposing wide receivers through two weeks so start up drake london Michael Pittman at the Baltimore Ravens. I was kind of not playing him at all to start the season. I was nervous about Anthony Richardson. But at this point, with the amount of targets he's getting, he's had 22 targets over the first two weeks. I'm not concerned if it's Richardson, if it's Minshew, whoever's playing quarterback for the Colts. Pittman's a huge part of that game plan. He's going to get it done. My next dude for the week, Hayden Hurst at the Seattle Seahawks. Hurst had a very solid week, week one, five receptions, 41 yards, a touchdown, pretty average week two, three receptions for 20 yards. This week, Hurts gets the benefit from facing a Seattle Seahawks defense that has allowed an average of 16.8 points per game to opposing tight end. So those are my dudes. You'll hear my duds in about a second. Every Wednesday morning, toiletstotitles.com. You'll be able to see this in article form. So Justin, the invisible urinal division, they need their heroes. There's a bunch of them who need heroes. All right, yeah. so, so go ahead and announce it. Yep, we have five in this division that uh, some of them were, uh, were losing on purpose. Um, and then uh, so we have the Great Reaper, Lori Strode, 25 points. Man Bear Pig, uh, that's Sydney Prescott, 24 points. Treehouse of Horror Survivor, uh, Bill Denbro with the 32 points. Um, see, Red Rum. Red Rum got the big one. The first one to get the big one, Ash Williams, 35 points every single week for Red Rum. And then our boy Shane Hallam, uh, the Hallam Humans, possibly the most scary monster out there. Um, Ellen Ripley is your hero, 28 points every week. All right. Now, 
Let's go over my duds for the week. Daniel Jones at the San Francisco 49ers. Daniel Jones rebounded from a terrible first half in week two to have a pretty incredible second half. This week, I expect two halves of bad football. <laughs> All right, so it's not going to be opposites. Jones will not have the benefit of Saquon Barkley to draw attention away from the defense. He'll need to be the focal point against the 49ers defense. It's absolutely phenomenal. Sit him down. Jordan Love at the New Orleans Saints. Packers fans in here. I'm not jumping off the Jordan Love bandwagon. All right, I still think he's going to be a great fantasy asset for your rosters now and in the future. This week, Love will be rebounding from his first tough loss, like ever, of his career. And he's facing a Saints defense that has played pretty well against opposing quarterbacks, so I'm sitting him down. James Conner at the Dallas Cowboys is my dud at running back for this week. Cowboys defense has been lights out, especially against opposing running backs. Cowboys made it a point to upgrade the interior of their defense, and it's paid off in the first two weeks. Added Conner to the list of running backs the Cowboys defense will eliminate from the game plan. My next dud for the week, Jerome Ford at the Tennessee Titans. I'm telling you, still invest. All right, I still want to pick him up as a waiver guy. He looked excellent after stepping in for Nick Chubb. And though I like him as an RB2 option throughout the season, I don't like him this week. Titans have been nearly as dominant as the Cowboys against the run. Should have their way with Ford in week three. My next dud at wide receiver, Jamar Chase for CLA Rams. If you roster Chase, you start Chase. That's that's just how it goes. That being said, prepare for a dud. The Rams have surprised me with how hungry they've looked and how well they've played the pass. If Burrow was in fact out, you know, out of work this week, you know, if he ain't playing, it makes me even more nervous. I'm not starting Chase. My next dud for the week, Terry McLaurin versus the Buffalo Bills. McLaurin has been pretty average up to this point. Ten targets, roughly 80 yards. TD in week two salvaged his day, so it made him startable. The Buffalo Bills have been stingy against the pass. I'm avoiding McLaurin wherever I can. My last dud for the week. Chigozim or Chiggy, <laughs> Aquanquo uh, versus the New England Patriots. Chiggy was one of the talks of the 2023 fantasy football offseason. He's yet to live up to the hype. The Patriots have allowed the second fewest points to tight ends this season, and I don't like Aquanquo. His chances at breaking out in this one. So that's my do's and duds. Toiletstitles.com. It'll be up there, as well as our rankings, which will be up there on Thursday. Weekly rankings. Jason's in this chat. Shout out to him. Appreciate you doing that. Now, Justin, I appreciate it if you hand out those heroes to the bidet of Frankenstein division. All right. The Bidet of Frankenstein. We have the Massillian Maulers with Ellen Ripley, 28 points. The Purple People Eaters. If you haven't heard that song, it's a great smash. You should go back into your eight tracks and find it. That's Ash Williams at 35 points. And Fantasy Slashers Lori Strode gets 25 points. And then finally, for the Bidet, uh, we have Three Nights of Foxies, or Three Nights at Foxies. I'm not sure what that is. Graham Hess, 26 points. All right. All right. So, that does it for the uh, bidet. We only have a few more uh, cards, or rather cards. I keep calling them that, and that's they are not. We have a few more he heroes to reveal, but we do have cards to give away. All right, second Patreon giveaway, Justin. So cue it up. Let's give these cards away. There you go. Act like you did that uh, segue. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Let me get rid of that dude over there. He's creeping me out. Shuffle three times. And here we go. Our big winner this time is... Dylan Whitmer. Again? Again. Dude, he won the Trevor Lawrence side photo. There you go. We're not like a radio station where you're not allowed to win for six months yet. Damn. D Dylan, <laughs> Dylan Whitmer is, is balling. There you Man, go. Good, good for him. Good for him. I'll, I'll let him know. So just write these down so I can make sure when I duck, we tag him. If you're in the chat, if you're in the Patreon chat, please tag D Whitmer. One odd duck. Let them know. We still have one more giveaway. George can do that. I don't. I can't find my ink pen. <laughs> we're giving away. We're giving away twenty five dollar fanatics gift card because we hit 
certain number. We were, we were trying to get to 45 Patreons before this week. We hit that number. So because we hit that number, we still got one more giveaway, and it's going to be a $25 Fanatics gift card. Um, all right, so we got that in there. Justin, why don't you mention kind of how we're doing our next giveaway? We got we got a giveaway coming up next week. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you're talking about the L- – yeah, this is kind of fun. This is something that you kind of came up with on the fly. I love it. So um, – uh, let's see. It says uh, Patreon members tier one and above. So this is everybody. You don't have to be uh, level two for this one, but uh, this is everybody. And uh, anyone that signs up for the Patreon by uh, this says tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Am I reading something wrong? Um, it was it, they were supposed to be signed up. So it's anyone who's in Patreon because they can't they can't email it. All right, how about this? I'll give you till I'll give you till 10 p.m. tonight to sign up for Patreon to get into this this is the ADP challenge with, with Cooper Nakua. All right, so um, the ADP ca- ADP challenge with uh, Cooper Nakua. So uh, since Puka is all the rage right now, and we've already given him a T to T nickname, uh, you need to guess his average ADP, and that's his current average ADP. Um, so no, it's it's going to be the average ADP of our of our rival will, drafts. You should probably just say it. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. of the rival. See, I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't understand that. Yeah, man. So it's I want you to email us toiletsandtitles at gmail.com and let us know what you think Nakua's ADP will be over the five rival drafts we're doing between today and tomorrow. Email that to us by 10 p.m. tonight. Okay? Don't cheat. Email it to us. If it's after 10 p.m., it don't count. And we're going to give away a $25 Fanatic gift card. Don't cheat. <laughs> Rodney Piper. Thanks, Rodney Piper. <clears throat> Well, now everybody, this guy, now everybody gets a, uh, gets, at least you know what his first ADP was. All right. So, and then, and then, uh, kind of tease the, uh, the five star Apple, Apple podcast. Uh, you want me to do that one too? <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm kind of the one kind of creating these things. So we're going to do, we're going to do another giveaway. All right. So we're doing a $25 gift card giveaway for, for guessing Cooper Nakua, as long as you're a Patreon member, but people that aren't Patreon members. Apple Podcasts, Toilets Titles, those are five-star review. We're going to start combining and compiling those over the next. Oh, the monsters have arrived. <laughs> the monsters have arrived. The zombies from The Walking Dead, and they are pulling down at the green screen. Uh, all right. So leave us a five-star Apple Podcast review. We're going to start compiling them. And within the next week or two, we're going to be reading them off, and we're going to give away. I'm not sure what we're giving away yet. We're going to decide on it. It'll be something good because we appreciate the support. So, again, Apple Podcasts, Toilets Titles, five-star review. If you've left us a five-star review, DM it to us in Gilded or DM it to us on Twitter at Coach Sheps, and we'll have proof that you left us a five-star review, and then you'll be entered for the giveaway when we go that route. Also, patreon.com backslash Toilets Titles. Tier 1 is $1.50. Tier 6 is $20. And we just finished an episode for Tier 6 where we recorded breaking down uh, Steve Middleton's league. That was a lot of fun. It was 30 minutes. (laughs) All right, so Justin – the Mummies 2, they need their hero. All right, so the Mummies 2, we have uh, three of them from the Mummies 2. We have the ex-wife. Ellen Ripley is your your new hero, 28 points. Uh, Chucky's Last Stand got the big one, Ash Williams, 35 points. And then the Australian Drop Bears gets Laurie Strode, 25 points. And then uh, if you like, I can just roll right into my streaming. Yeah, hell yeah, go ahead. All right, so the streaming life, again, these are players that we are trying to stream for this week. They're not necessarily long-term pickups. They're guys that may be available in 
if you're in a deeper league, you need to roster somebody to stream for this week. So I'm going with Jake Moody as my kicker of the 49ers. He's rostered in 34.6% of leagues. <clears throat> there are a few things that you want to look for when you're trying to snag a kicker off of waivers. One is a good offense that can get your kicker into scoring position. Well, he plays for the 49ers. Check. Are they facing a bad defense, which allows for good scoring position? Uh, well, this week they get the Giants. So sorry, Joe, but check. Um, and it's Thursday night also. So that means it's a short week for the Giants to try to come uh, come back and come down and come back from that uh, big uh, comeback win against the Cardinals. So that's kind of a bonus as well. And then you want to look for consistency. Moody is six for six kicking and for field goals and three for three on PATs this season. So check on the consistency. So uh, Jake, Jake Moody is my kicker of the week for this week. Um, I'm going with the Jaguars for the team defense. Uh, they're only rostered in about 12% of leagues right now. Um, their, uh, their next two matchups are absolutely juicy. They get to face the Texans, uh, so rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud, and, uh, and the Falcons, kind of uh, mostly one-dimensional team. They did kind of show a little bit more of a passing game, but I think the Jaguars' defense could handle that. Um, those are their next two weeks' matchups. They're currently a top-five fantasy defense after facing the Colts and the Chiefs this season. So um, consistency combined with a couple of great matchups, I feel like you're going to be able to not only stream them this week but keep them for next week as well. And then uh, I'm going with for – my, for my tight end and my quarterback, I, I'm going with the, the Buccaneers for both of these. So Cade Otten for the Buccaneers, and I didn't think I would ever say that name this season, um, but uh, he is currently overall the tight end 15. He faces the Eagles in week three, who have given up the most fantasy points to tight end so far over the course of the season. He's only rostered in 1% of leagues, so you're going to be able to get him for free on the waivers. Um, don't expect a top 12 tight end performance. You don't always, you're not always looking for top 12 performance when you're streaming. You're just looking for somebody that's not going to kill you and lose the game for you. So, uh, he will get four catches and 40 yards this week. That's eight points PPR. So that's a nice safe floor for a streaming tight end. And if he happens to fall in the end zone, then you're in great shape. Uh, Baker Mayfield is my quarterback. They will have to throw the ball a lot against the Eagles and Baker has, uh, has, uh, it has shown so far this season that he's actually more than just a serviceable quarterback. He is currently the QB 13 overall, so he's a fringe QB one. The Eagles have given up the second most points to quarterbacks so far this season. So I look for Baker to have a solid game this week. All right. I'm on the clock after your son here, your son's on the clock. I'm hoping he doesn't snipe me. Peyton. Uh, I'm how uh, is he, is he listening? Probably not because it's me talking. All right, because I want Brandon Ayuk. All right, he didn't take Brandon Ayuk. I got my guy, 5'7", Brandon Ayuk. All right, we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. We're almost there. Let's do our final Patreon giveaway of the night, $25 Fanatic gift card. Go ahead. All right, $25 Fanatic gift card. Shuffle three times. And the big winner is Anthony Dion. Tony's been in here. Yeah. Oh, Miranda said it's fine. She had IU queued up. I'm sorry. First time. But you know, IU's my guy. My IU's my guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so for some time. Anthony Dion, you get your $25 Fanatics gift card. So DM me your address. The rest of you, Dylan, I'll see you in school Thursday. So I'll bring the card that isn't selected. Uh, and uh, well, as, as in the one that didn't go to the person who won number number one. I'll bring the other three cards. You can pick whichever one of the three you want. 
Anthony, I will send you the Fanatics gift card that you just won. So congratulations. All right, Justin, this time next week, what are you going to be saying? Uh, so this time next week, I'm going to be saying, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs, the, the Cardinals uh, quarterback, he only ran the ball four times, and he was effective with his four rushes. But every single time, he ran like he's never actually ran the football before. He was standing straight up, and he was getting popped high, and I was scared for the guy. And uh, and now he gets to face the the daunting <laughs> task of going up against the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, I – I I feel bad for him. I feel like we're yeah. gonna we're gonna be able to uh, get to see um, uh, Clayton Tune uh, get some reps this week, uh, whether it be from injury or from just getting annihilated and throwing him out to see what he's got. So, um, and also maybe add rest in peace Clayton Tune. <laughs> All right, hey, we got to wrap this thing up. We got two more things to do. Lubden Leprechaun, All right, is that is that queued up and ready to go? Of course it is. Here Hell we go. yeah. All, All right. right, so this is the first time we're spinning the wheel for the <laughs> Leprechaun card for the Frankenstein League this season. So spin it away. Ken well, for Carlson, those, shout out. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, he gets to play his monster card. He's got to fulfill the fate of whatever this wheel does, either him or his opponent. So shuffle three times. Come on, come on, come on. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. <laughs> All right, you must spin the wheel two more times. Oh boy! And accept the fate of both spins. If this isn't possible, we will expect or we will accept the first spin first, then spin again until the second spin can coincide with the first spin. All right, go here, ahead. here we go. On a day that we don't have time for two spins, here we right, go. Right, of course. <laughs> All right, you get immunity from having a player stolen this week. There huge, you go. Huge, huge. All right, now let's get another spin. And your opponent must start their optimal lineup after this week's games are done. So that's not so optimal for you. Yeah. So after the games are done, uh, best players get to go into the starting lineup, uh, worst players in the bench. So that increases your opponent's odds of winning, but at least he's not going to be able to steal a, uh, a player from you. All right, let's wrap this thing up with the final division that's getting their hero. It's the Phantom Division. What heroes right. did they get? Phantom Division, we've got five here. We've got the Balrog gets Ash Williams, 35 points every single week, uh, the big one. And then uh, Leatherface's Holistic Midwest Retreat gets Sidney Prescott, that was a mouthful, 24 points. The Zombie Redneck Torture Family gets Graham Hess, 26 points. Um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Heisman gets Laurie Strode, 25 points. And then Mephistopheles, the infamous Uncle Steve. We made you wait for last on yeah. first. That was my call. Yeah. Built in, bro, 32 points. So the there, second highest one. Great job, Uncle Steve. There was, there was a minute where Uncle Steve thought we were going to forget to mention his hero. Because he, he just commented, you still have more to do. Everybody, this show has been hopping. The comments have been hopping. Most active we've had all season. Let's keep the same energy. Let's see you in the Gilded Chat, which will be going 24-7, 365. Reach out to us, titles at gmail.com. Come join the title tribe. We want you here. Be a part of the crew. I'm heading out. Justin's heading out. We will catch you all later on. Good luck this week.